0: Matthew 27. Matthew 27. The Lord has been arrested. He has been accused, first of all, before the religious rulers of the Jews. He's assaulted. And he's standing now before the Roman rulers of the Jews. When you think of the two, the religious rulers and the Roman rulers, You could almost say the Roman rulers were more gracious. It was the religious rulers that were pushing this home. They were the ones that wanted the Lord crucified. But the Roman rulers capitulated and weakened to the demands of the religious leaders. And so you have these religious leaders. And looking at chapter 27, verse 1 to 10. I'll just read that portion. This is where we're at tonight. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, who had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned, repented and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I've sinned in that I have betrayed innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to it. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. And the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and brought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver and price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for the revelation of Scripture, the fulfillment of prophecy at this time. And Lord, I pray that there would be no Judas amongst us this evening, or listening in. If there are, that they would repent truly, not superficially. Tonight and might receive salvation. We ask your blessing on our time together, round your word and round the table in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Here, Matthew goes from the trial before the religious leaders to the trial before the Roman rulers. He skips over the trial before Herod and tells us instead of Judas's suicide and you can read the other Gospels to fill the trial before Herod. We first of all, in this portion of Scripture, verses 1 to 10, the tragedy of the traitor, we see first of all the traitor's sorrow in verses 1 to 5. Why did Judas commit such a horrible and heinous crime against the Lord? What was it that motivated him to do what he did when he'd seen what he'd seen? you know you just shake your head and say if I was there I wouldn't have done it <laughs> I hope not because he had all the privileges of thinking, reasoning he had the bag, he knew what was happening he knew the miracles what was it that set his rebellion and betrayal going <clears throat> because it could happen what is it in your life that could set you off on this trial this trail of self-destruction and that's what it was well I believe that he from the start had set his sights on earthly position earthly prestige earthly property had the bag and prosperity maybe popularity and i think the power because he wanted to rule with christ see this is the messiah he's the king we get next to him we'll be with him in charge the question was asked by the other disciples and uh, the answer was given you're going to rule rule with me in in the kingdom and so These things can get a hold of a person's heart so bad that they'll do what Judas did. You think of them, and you think of them today, and and what people will do to get those places and those positions. You know what the Lord says to us Christians? Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will lift you up. Not try to seek and to get those things that are only through He, through Him, giving them. I wrote a few verses down here to consider in Psalm chapter sixty-two and verse ten. Psalm sixty-two and verse ten about the riches and and possessions and the power that might come with them. <clears throat> we read in 62, Sixty-two, ten of some, Trust not in oppression, and become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Why does lotto in our country do so? Well, I can say so well. Um, how? Uh, why do so many people get involved with it? What was a hundred and ten million lotto thing this week I don't know if it was one or what But why do people get involved for the very reason <laughs> I think that Judas got involved here he wanted to get in position he wanted power he wanted that power that comes with the, the financial things set not your heart upon them and it, you can look at some unsafe people that have become rich that haven't set their heart upon them and they use them on benevolent causes and so much so the Christian read 2 Timothy chapter 6 about those those things. And he puts it in perspective, you know, <clears throat> there about the riches and things that we can get and gain and we might get and gain in life. And uh, they can't be taken with us. Proverbs 22 and verse 1. <clears throat> I think we should watch out for these things. Do... do one day what I did, i go through the Proverbs and through Ecclesiastics and, and pick up some Psalms. In fact, you can do it with the modern technology, as I told you last week. <laughs> just say riches to your phone, and it just brings up the Bible verses, and, uh, and it gets it in perspective for the Christian. And here's Just a few of these. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favour rather than silver and gold. A good name to live honestly, to live and have integrity through life than great riches. It's better to have that. We know people in the world that have got great riches, but they haven't got integrity. Remember uh, uh, Alan Bond won the America's Cup many years ago over in Fremantle in Perth. And you know, all Australia's behind it. Bob Hawke was our Prime Minister. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. He said what he said. Uh, after that was one and uh, where, where did where did Alan end I mean where did he end up in jail in jail set his heart upon the things great riches and loving favour rather than silver and gold <coughs> another verse let's look at Proverbs 30 in verses 7 and 9 it says two things that have I required of thee to deny them not to me before I die Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food, food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Oh, that Judas had read his own Bible. Huh. He had read the scriptures on these things, on these matters and um, come to what the Bible says is the right conclusion the right attitude toward them in chapter 23 of Proverbs the last last one in the Old Testament verses 4 and 5 we read labor not to be rich cease from thine own wisdom wilt thou set thine eyes upon that which is not (laughs) for riches certainly make themselves wings they fly away they fly away like an eagle toward heaven do they not When you've got a lot of money, you've got a lot of, as the political found out, friends. When you've got no money, you've got, (laughs) as it were, no friends. Read that in the book of Proverbs. That thought is there too. So, this is what he was after. This is what he was expecting. But now he was being let down when Christ didn't bring in the kingdom and the power that was associated with it. When he didn't topple the Roman government and throw them out of Israel. He, he saw what the Lord could do, but the Lord didn't do it. <laughs> How he, he could, could have done many things, but he didn't. It wasn't the time. His expectations were dashed. He probably thought that Jesus could get himself off the hook here. If I betray him, I know and I have seen what Jesus can do you see there was a lynch mob there at uh, Nazareth and they're going to throw the Lord off the cliff and what did Jesus do? Went through them, disappeared. How he did it, where he walked, we, we, does not say? He, and he did it on occasions where he, it wasn't his time and it wasn't the way. And Judas, Judas thinking, well, he's done it at other times. You know, it won't hurt me to betray him and get a bit of cash for all my investment of three years, I can, I can get some, a measly amount. And the Lord will get away. He's done it before. Hmm. But you see, the Lord had all this pre-planned. Before the foundation of the world, these things were worked out. Um, <clears throat> what Judas saw in verses 1 to 3 of Matthew, verses 1 to 3a, the council of the Sanhedrin. And when the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. That was their intent, no matter what they were bent to do that. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. So as Judas watched Jesus' trial, was Judas there? Where was he a bit earlier? He was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was leading the mob to where Jesus was. He came back, and later in these verses, he was, he was there, because it says in verse 3, the first part, when he saw. So as Judas, Judas watched Jesus' trial from Cephas' courtroom, he saw them concoct a way to make Pilate, the Roman, pronounce a death sentence by saying Jesus was committing treason against Caesar in saying that he was a king. And he saw this happening, and then remorse filled his soul. He realized that this time the Lord wasn't going to try to get away from these people. And the condemnation (coughs) of the Savior is seen there in verse two. And when he bound him, they led him away, gave him to Pontius Pilate. Then Judas, who had betrayed him, when he saw he was condemned, he's delivered to Pontius Pilate. And so whom Jesus Judas sought at the time, he went to the chief priest and the elders. It says here he repented. We've taught, we, we preached on repentance a few weeks ago, didn't we? Metamelamai is the Greek word and literally means, in, on this occasion, regret. Hmm. Not genuine repen- Repentance. He was regretful for what he saw taking place and what he had caused. That's not good enough, is it? <laughs> that, won't, that won't bring you the forgiveness of, of God. It refers to sin's consequences, not to sin itself. So he was regretful for that he was repenting, as it were, regretful for the consequences of his sin and not for the sin itself as he should have been. If Judas had genuinely repented, of sin who would have he confessed to would have he gone to these priests these religious racketeers no he would have gone to the lord and same with people today that go to another person who was just as a bigger sinner even bigger sinners than themselves who are called priests the result was what you would expect from such hard-hearted wicked evil people that were wanting to kill the, their Messiah, knowing that he'd done miracles. You know, this deceiver said, they said, that uh, he would rise in three days. Let's not allow that to happen. They knew what, what he had said. They'd heard that. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 7. <clears throat> if, if this is the repentance Judas had had, he would have huh, been saved, but it wasn't to be. And it wasn't the repentance he had. In chapter 7 of 2 Corinthians and verse 8, And Paul said there he made the Corinthians sorry with a letter. I do not repent, though I did repent, for I perceive that the same epistle hath made you sorry, though it were for a season. Now I rejoice, he said, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. That's what Judas should have done. (laughs) For you were made sorry after a godly manner, that you might receive damage by us in nothing, for godly Sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. That's what happened to Judas. The sorrow of the world worked death. For we behold this selfsame thing that you sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you, yea, what clearing of yourselves, yea, what indignation, yea what fear what vehement desire yea what zeal yea what revenge in all things ye have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter he saw it was genuine repentance and that's what needed to happen that's what needs to happen with ourselves too so Judas brought back the 30 pieces of silver (coughs) this burned in his hand and in his pocket (coughs) did he think they, the stony-hearted priest, would take such a small amount to change the situation and change their minds? Did he think that his repentance and remorse and his tears, his crocodile ones, would change their hearts? Well, he was sadly mistaken, wasn't he? Notice what Judas said in verse 4, saying, I have sinned, and I have betrayed innocent blood. And they said, what is that to us? See thou to it. I have had people tell me that judas repented got saved and got it sorted out no he's gone to his place it says in the scripture elsewhere and his place is not heaven that is for sure <clears throat> and so what jesus said here i mean judas said here Judas judas's belated remorse filled with fright for the consequences of his sin <clears throat> anyone who takes their burden of sin to a priest a mere man cannot be forgiven but would only seal the damnation of their soul in hell. And so with all the confessions that have been made in our country today and yesterday and maybe Friday at the Catholic churches, it's sealing their soul in hell because they think they've got it right. And they haven't at all got it right with God. All they've done is told another sinner about their sin. It might have got it off their chest, but that didn't get it off their soul, did it? And didn't get the condemnation removed, <clears throat> and so he's belated remorse. The priest's brutal reply is there in verse four. <laughs> and they said, "What's that to us? See thou to it. You're on your own, mate. We don't care. Your problem. You soul. You. That's what you took from us, and and you do what you want. We could care less. <clears throat> Isn't that?" the attitude of religious leaders that deceive people they care less really and I often ask myself why are they in the church ministry or the thing that they do it's not ministry it's not church either (coughs) truly why are they in it are they in it for profit are they in it for power are they in it for prestige are they not in it for the same things that Judas was in it influence over people if we want to go into ministry for to have power over people we're going in for the wrong reason forget it huh. we go, ought to go into ministry to minister <laughs> and what did Jesus teach us we are servants do as I have done to you take the towel take the basin serve the people minister not to issue edicts and councils and do things over people and force them no minister to them as the Lord himself did so. Verse 5 where Judas stood and what did Jesus (coughs) Judas what did Judas do in his despair in verse 5 he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple as if this would solve his problem it sealed his fate for eternity he departed and went out and hanged himself he went out and hanged himself Now he is awaiting, according to Revelation chapter 20, the second death, where he will hear pronounced upon his soul, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity, for eternity. And it's not annihilation, it's torment forever and ever. Suicide is not the answer. You hear Suicide is not the answer. How many people here know somebody that's suicided? Put up your hand. I'm surprised there's not a lot more. In Australia, in 2015, 3,027 people suicided. You don't hear about these numbers. That's 8.3 a day. Let's move to 2017. Two years later... Three thousand one hundred and twenty-eight, an increase of one hundred more people. We've got everything you could want in our country. You've got the government backing up people that are poor and helping them out, but yet this is happening in our country, and that's why I'm surprised you you don't know more people that have done it, or more of you don't know people that have committed suicide. That's one person every three hours is committing suicide in Australia. And it seems the more affluent a country is, the more suicides there are. You see, prestige, popularity, power and money don't make people content. Don't make people content. Antidepressants have doubled since 2000. This is just facts you can find out. It doesn't solve the problem. The answer was with the Lord Jesus. (laughs) And notice the difference between remorse or regret and true repentance. Peter went out and what did he do when just, was it last week? He went out and wept bitterly. He truly got it right with God. That's what we need to do. Judas went out and hanged himself. <clears throat> suicide. What is it? What sin is suicide? Suicide that's right it's murder isn't it you've murdered yourself what does the Bible say about murderers and fornicators and adulterers and all those shall not inherit the kingdom of God it plainly says that so it's unsaved people you can say you, you, they look around and see what's going on and say what's the use if there's no, if life is all arisen, that's what they believe. If I finish my life, that's the end of everything. And within seconds, the painful realization is they've gone out into eternity to face God. And every person that's a prominent person in our country that dies unsaved, you think, what would they think now? You know, we almost feel like those that said the wrong thing, you know. Uh, bring someone back from the dead and then we'll believe. But we have to believe by faith. Blessed are they who haven't seen yet believe on me. So the leading cause of death in our country between those of 15 and 44 is what? Suicide. It's not good and we need to try to reach those people. If If you have any... Inclination of hearing when you're talking to a person that that has happened has happened a few times with myself. You you sort of jump on and you are really responsible to try to get help to them and to help them if you if you can't try to get somebody to do that. I've told I've told you about ones in not. Relatives, but relatives in marriage sense that have done this didn't solve their problem. They're out in eternity now. They'd been talked to, they'd been testified to but they had deliberately, willfully rejected the message and they said that. They had done that, one of them, three times. The traitor's silver... We see the traitor's sorrow. You know, it's a serious thing. It's a serious thing to m- commit this act upon oneself, thinking that's solving the problem. Repent, repent, and get saved. The Lord is able to forgive, isn't he? Amen. The <clears throat> the chief priest's discussion on this silver is verse 6. As we see, the silver's brought back, cast down. Their conscience on the matter is seen there in that verse and the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, it's not lawful to put them to the treasury because it is the price of blood. What? <laughs> How could you have such a heart as this? <laughs> Just go on discussing it. The cur- These cursed coins, this blood money, was used for charitable purposes. Must have made them feel good. But it's not to go back in the treasury because it might not be used in the correct manner for God's work. Pedantic scruples, treachery, murderous in their intent. Their callousness on the matter in verse 7, and they took counsel and brought with them the potter's field to bury strangers. So the priests discussed the niceties of the law while committing the most lawless act in history, crucifying Jesus. They brought the potter's field Purchase with the money and the people what did the people call it in verse 8 wherefore the field was called the field of blood unto this day they weren't fool, fooled by these priests the field of blood it's like us saying the haunted house you don't go there it, I mean that's for uh, in our society you know what I mean the field of blood The chief priest's deadness to the scriptures in verse 9 and 10 then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet saying and they took the 30 pieces of silver the price of him that was buried or was valued whom they of the children of Israel did value. That's the price they put on the Lord. Didn't they know what they were doing was actually fulfilling scripture? They didn't, did they? It said, Jeremiah, let's go back and see what Jeremiah said on two occasions. Chapter 18, verses 1 to 4 of Jeremiah. This prophecy was first proclaimed there by Jeremiah, a post-exilic prophet before the exile he lived, during, you might say, Isaiah 18. What do I say? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. I mean, looking at Isaiah in my Bible. And the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made was of clay, was marred in the hand of the potter so he made it again another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to make it now it's not real clear go over then to chapter 19 thus saith the Lord in verse 1 go and get a potter's earthen flask and take of the ancients of the people and of the ancients of the priests go forth into the valley of the son of Hinnon, which is by the entrance of the east gate and proclaim there the words (coughs) that I shall tell thee And say, hear the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, (coughs) the God of Israel, behold, I will bring evil upon this place concerning which whosoever heareth, his ears shall tingle. Um, It doesn't seem to be that clear, but let's go to another prophet. Because it was said, Jeremiah said it, they're the portions that were there. Go to Zechariah chapter 11 as as Zechariah chapter 11 verses 12 and 13 and I said unto them if ye think good give me my price if not forbear so they weighed for my price how much? thirty pieces of silver and the Lord said unto me cast it unto the potter there a goodly price that I was priced at of them and I took the 30 pieces of silver and cast them to the potter (coughs) in the house of the Lord and there it is spelt out clearly isn't it these blinded religious leaders blinded by their guilt and greed they fulfilled God's word to a jot and a tittle Showed you how much they read their Bible, and understood God's Word. And it's not much different today, folks. <laughs> Almost the whole of Christendom have liberalized, compromised, apostatized, and thus fulfilled the Scripture. You read Second Timothy chapter three. In the last days, this is and it lists all the things that are going to happen, and they're doing it in the churches. They're fulfilling the scriptures as these people did in the Lord's day and didn't know they were doing because they didn't know their Bibles. <clears throat> they today don't even know that they're fulfilling scripture in what they're doing. If they read the Revelation chapter 3 about the later in church, it is rich and increased with goods and is saying to God, I don't need you. And they've locked God out of the church. And he's outside and he's... Knocking, that's what it says in those verses. God's locked out, God's word is locked out of the pulpit, and we wonder why our country is going where it is. <clears throat> they hate and detest preaching on truth and prophetical things, and yet fulfill the very scriptures in so doing. And one of the greatest benefits of understanding things in the future from God's word, according to the scripture is not to fall in the potholes that you could if you knew what the Word said. Mm. You, do, you say, well, that's, that's where it's going. It's like it's been said, be fought, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Yeah. God told us what's going to happen. Let's make sure we don't go down that road mm. as Christians and as a church. These people in that day wouldn't have had to go down that road. They didn't have to make that decision. They didn't have to do those things. Judas all the leaders, the religious leaders, but they did being ignorant of the scripture. 2nd <clears throat> Peter If we turn there to close 2nd Peter chapter 3 2nd <clears throat> Timothy is the one you could read about it's so evident today that that is being fulfilled around us even among us here in 2nd Peter chapter 3 and verse 3 knowing this verse that there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lust saying where is the promise of his coming for since the fathers fell asleep all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation they're not even saying the beginning of creation they don't believe it anymore in religious circles but where's the promise of his coming you you. They call us crazy (laughs) who believe in it. For, verse 5, for this they are willingly ignorant of. And that you can read the rest and go down to verse 15. Or verse 14, we'll pick it up. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, you look for them, you know they're going to come to pass, be diligent that you may be found in him in peace, without spot, and blameless, sanctified, (laughs) And a, an account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. Why has it gone on so long? It's because God is so patient and long-suffering with mankind. He doesn't want them to perish. Even as our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written unto you, <clears throat> as also in all his epistles, Paul, Peter said, Paul sp- speaking in them of these things of last day things in which are some things hard to be understood not easy you need to study the scripture to show yourself a workman that needeth not to be ashamed which they that are unlearned and unstable rest as do others they do other scriptures unto their own destruction once it starts there it can venture that method of interpreting the scriptures can venture into other things to do with salvation and eternal life and it rests they do it to their own destruction and sometimes to their eternal destruction. And so it was with Judas and, his, and the crowd around him and his religious leaders. So a great benefit you have as a Christian to know the Bible, to be warned and not to go there. Be warned that if you go the way of Judas or know somebody, do something about it. Get right with it. Truly repent get the burden off your back you know do what pilgrims pilgrim and pilgrims progress did he fell at the cross at the foot of the cross and the burden rolled off and the sin was gone and he was right with god the lord is willing to save all that come to him let's pray thank you lord for the word of warning tonight from this man (coughs) that thought he was solving his problem only creating eternal problems Lord, for these religious leaders who were so ignorant of Scripture, they fulfilled the Scripture itself. Lord, we have whole countries doing the very thing today. We have Russia, we have Turkey and Iran, even Israel, fulfilling Scripture they don't even know they're doing it. Oh Lord, that your Spirit would wake souls up in those countries and around the world to what is happening by just reading the Bible. Lord, thank you that we've been given the word and that we can find out these things and be a blessing to our lives. And we can be at peace and not all anxious about what's going to happen in our lives. We pray and ask your blessing on us now as we remember this time again where you gave yourself for us. In Jesus' name. Amen.